0: Hi, this is Chris
1: and this is Elmi
0: and we know something about astrology I'm a Sagittarius Elmi is a Scorpio today is Sunday April 24th and this is for April 24th through the 29th today Saturn is forming a square with Mercury and that can be a pretty heavy influence Mercury is the planet of communication we verbalize ourselves. And Saturn is the planet of responsibility, obligations, and limitations. So when those two planets form a square, our words can have some extra weight to them, and the conversations we have with others probably are not going to be of the light and breezy variety. Mm -hmm. And we also might be dwelling in the past a bit today. Saturn might have us looking back at certain decisions and choices we've made in the past and have us thinking, oh man, I wish I'd handled that differently or I wish I'd made a different choice there. Or because Saturn is also associated with discipline and cutting away the parts of our lives that aren't working or that we've outgrown, we might also feel a wave of ambition, like I need to take control of certain areas of my life, start eating better, maybe work out more, that kind of a thing. And because Mercury and Saturn are both in fixed signs at the moment, Mercury is in Taurus and Saturn is in Aquarius, it can make things feel extremely permanent at the moment, Mm. even if they aren't permanent at all. But it could potentially feel that way anytime you're working with fixed signs like this. And then later this evening, Saturn will form a conjunction with the moon. So Saturn is not only adding some heaviness to our words today, once it forms its conjunction with the moon later this evening, it will also bring some heaviness to our emotions, since the moon represents our emotions and our feelings. So if you like Saturnian energy, man, this is the day for you. But if you're like the majority of us who would prefer to not have to deal with the dour, despondent, uh, occasionally isolating sort of energy that Saturn can bring to the table, then today, Sunday, is one of those days where you might want to be extra mindful that there might be some heavy energy in the air and do your best to not internalize it mm. and just know that it will pass and it's going to pass as early as Monday. Cool. Yeah, that's something to look forward to. Look forward to Monday. It'll be less saturn less Saturny. Uh, One reprieve we have today while we're dealing with all this reality is that the moon will be void of course starting at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time, and it won't enter Pisces until Monday at 3.30 a.m., And astrology shorthand for when the moon is void of course is just kind of like, it's a time, it's a window to just kind of do whatever you want. You know, let go of obligations, responsibilities if you can. Uh, Just enjoy the moment. Uh, Life might not be demanding as much from you in those little windows. So the moon is void of course today, 5.30 p.m. Pacific time until 3.30 a.m. on Monday. So if you do need a break from life, this evening is actually shaping up to be a good time to unplug and play hooky from life for a little bit and just rest and recharge. This week, though, the script will flip dramatically because we will be dealing with more Piscean energy than you can shake a stick at. Mm -hmm. And speaking of Piscean energy, you know, now is as good a time as any to remind us that Mars is currently in Pisces. Mars went into Pisces on April 14th, and it's going to remain in Pisces until May 24th. Mars stays in a sign for about six weeks. The last time Mars was in Pisces was in May 13th, it was May 13th, 2020, through June 27th, 2020. That was during the time that George Floyd was killed, and there were protests taking place around the world, and we didn't have a vaccine yet for COVID, and there was all kinds of confusion around the virus. Unlike today, of course, where everything makes sense and everyone agrees about everything when it comes to the virus, Not really, but with Mars Mm -hmm. in Pisces, again, for the next month or so, we might collectively be a bit more confused than usual since Pisces doesn't give us black and white answers. Mm. Pisces communicates through feelings and inspiration, so collectively, we might need to feel our way through things in the coming weeks even if at at the same time it might feel like we're under-equipped, it might feel like we're unfocused, or we might even be feeling vulnerable, because that's another Piscean influence when it's dealing with Mars. Faith and trust are really going to come into play in the coming weeks, and there might also be a tremendous desire to escape. Pisces energy does not conform to reality, so to speak. It's not as interested in the tangible things of life like, say, Earth signs are.
1: It's about getting dreamy.
0: It's about getting dreamy. As David Lynch would say, we Mm got to get dreamy.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Pisces is not interested in a nine-to-five job. Pisces Mm -hmm. is not as interested in working for the sake of working, Mm -hmm. which will always confound Virgos. Virgos are like, we always Mm got to be working on something. Pisces like, no, we don't. Um, Pisces is much more interested in making a spiritual connection to people and things. And while Pisceans can be great communicators— Pisces energy doesn't put as much emphasis on words. Pisces communicates more intuitively. Pisces is a vision board. It is a collage. So while Mars is in Pisces for the next month, I'd say work on fueling your soul and fill it up with good stuff. Work on trusting people. Work on seeing the best in people. And also make some time for escapism. And remember that life is fluid. Mm. Piscean energy will always remind us of that. Piscean energy, by its nature, is forever fluid. Nothing is permanent. No matter what Saturn is telling us (laughs) at a given moment, things are always changing around us. To, Mm. To quote the band 38 Special, hold on loosely, especially for the next month. Be flexible, be lenient. Give people a break when you can, and trust. Trust as much as you can. Even if things are falling apart around you, even if your cell phone is not working, like if you can't get Internet service when you're at a wedding, but then you come back to civilization and you still can't get Internet. It's like, what's going on here? And what was going on with your phone? Oh, my
1: gosh. A way to call me out. I somehow had accidentally turned off cellular data, I think. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't in any way connected to the Internet. I don't know how that happened in the time between like getting in the car to going to the wedding. I don't know how I did that, but I think that's what I did.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was a weird day for phones yesterday for for Almy, <laughs> but that's a Mars and Pisces thing, you know. That's the thing with Mars and Pisces is that there's going to be these hiccups. Things aren't going to go smoothly like they normally do. Your toilet seat might randomly break. That's another thing we're dealing with.
1: Why are at our you home. telling people? No, don't tell people this. guy kind of It's stuff.
0: just a toilet seat. They're replaceable. We don't know how it got broken, but it's hard to sit on now. But we're going to replace <laughs> Why it on Monday. I'm
1: giving more details.
0: I'm just letting people know. This is, you know, we're being vulnerable. Mars is in Pisces. We're being open and honest. We're trying to be. Oh God,
1: Scorpio's biggest nightmare. Okay. And also,
0: congratulations, Jake and Aaron on your wedding yesterday. That was awesome. (laughs) It was, it was a beautiful wedding. It was. was Very beautiful
1: wedding. Great time.
0: And I liked interacting with the animals. Uh, There were peacocks Mm. there. There were rabbits. And for me, it's like, yeah, Mars is in Pisces. I'm hanging out with these animals. We're not using words. We're just kind of hanging and chilling and vibing with each other. Um, I think now is as good a time as any to transition to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, Elmy is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. And every week, I like to ask Almy a question to get her Scorpio take on life. Now, Elmy, one of your, I mean, you're a very talented person, and one of the <laughs> things you do is that you are an entertainment journalist for a French TV station. And recently, they asked you to talk about Julia Roberts and i noticed that julia roberts is a fellow scorpio Mm -hmm. so as a scorpio while you were researching julia roberts what was it like to take a deep dive into the mind of a fellow scorpio
1: (laughs) oh man what a what a great intro thank you it was um pretty i don't know you know what okay Honestly, I really don't think of Julia Roberts as a Scorpio. Mm. Like, I'm always surprised to hear that she is. And I don't know why. That's not in any way throwing any sort of shade towards Julia Roberts or Scorpios. I just, for some reason, never see her as one. Mm. Whereas with Alec Baldwin, I absolutely see him as an Aries. Sure. That's no trouble for me. I don't know. Do you have any celebrities or public figures like that where you feel that there's a disconnect? And we're obviously, I mean, I don't know her whole chart or anything. But, you know, just from Mm. the sun sign.
0: Yeah, that's an excellent question. Uh, Now we're going to transition to the Ask a Sagittarius
1: (laughs) portion of
0: the show. I don't know. I mean, similarly, actually, uh, Ralph Macchio is a Scorpio, who is someone, for whatever reason, I don't see as a Scorpio.
1: I see, though, his character in Cobra Kai as a Scorpio, though.
0: Okay, because, yeah, his character in Cobra Kai... You know, he's pretty set in his ways, right? He doesn't want to compromise. Mm-hmm. If Johnny's doing something, trying to get Cobra Kai going again, he's not happy, but he's going to get involved and put his foot down, right?
1: Well, and it's all about revenge.
0: And revenge. Okay, good, good, good. Right. So there you go. Um, he can't
1: let Miyagi Do go down. He can't let, let Cobra Kai get. He can't let anything go with Johnny. Like yeah he does not let anything go and it's like dude why are you bringing this up again daniel like yeah. find another hobby
0: and that's the scorpio thing right like you <laughs> never you never forget never forget never forgive
1: that does sound like the new cobra kai motto <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah I, it's more like get over it already mm. that's another scorpio motto too i really think that both can be true at once and you have to be the generous scorpio who goes with get over it already
0: okay so yeah, as we know, Scorpio is a fairly complex sign. There is a lot of emotional energy involved, a lot of mental energy involved, a lot of <laughs> running scenarios through your head. I mean, we all do. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, Scorpio maybe has a little bit more of that. Sure. But and they will fight for your honor. That we know that much, yes. too, from the Karate Kid movies. Yes. Um, I have no idea where we're at in this segment, but... but
1: I think we did a good job. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So uh, that's Elmi. Uh, the Ask a Scorpio segment is in the books, and uh, thank you, uh, Julie Roberts, as well. Oh,
1: right. Yes. Right. You know, and, and thank you. For being you.
0: the topic of uh, the segment today. Great. All right. Let's look at what's going on this week. So as I mentioned, uh, we have an onslaught of Piscean energy starting Monday. Monday, April 25th, the moon will shift into Pisces at 3.15 a.m. Pacific time. And there's just, okay, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, let's just put it this way. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm not quite sure what to tell you to expect other than just keep your head on a swivel, be open to possibilities. Be open to things not going the way you think they're going to go whatsoever. Mm. But also, again, having faith, having trust that things are going to work out eventually. Pisces energy is not going from point A to point B. It's from going to point A to point A1 to point A33 back to B. I mean, it's going to be a circuitous, circuitous route we'll be taking perhaps. But – um Yeah, it's just – again, yeah, I can't even verbalize it because (laughs) there's going to be so much going on. But the moon will be in Pisces. Mercury – I'm just trying to think where we can maybe get some kind of tangible stuff here. But Tuesday, April 26th, Mercury, which is in Taurus, is going to form a sextile with Jupiter, which is in Pisces. And that can um, – that's usually themes around expansion and growth and, and big ideas and dreaming big. That's on Tuesday. Again, there's just going to be a lot of creativity flowing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Where it's going to take us, I'm not sure, but it's almost going to feel as if we have a lot of options, Mm. and it might be difficult for us to determine which option we should go with Um, because, again, it's going to be so fluid, and this Pisces moon is going to be forming a conjunction with Neptune this week. It's going to be conforming a conjunction with Venus, and these are kind of like pleasant feelings and these are pleasant um uh what do you call it uh pleasant conjunctions you know this is technically an easygoing kind of a vibe but at the same time it's more of a dreamy kind of vibe Mm. and sometimes the advice i give anytime we're dealing with a lot of piscean energy is to treat those days as if you're in a waking dream Mm. so it's almost like certain things might be communicated to you a little bit symbolically and you might again just have trouble distinguishing, like, is this really happening, or who is this person I'm all of a sudden interacting with, and why am I in this situation? You know, Piscean energy. I'll try to condense this, but it's like it's like that thing where, like, you're you drop a quarter on the floor, okay, and the and the quarter rolls under the couch, and you're all ticked off because like oh, i gotta get on the floor and i gotta get this quarter but then you find like some lost thing under the couch that you've been looking for for years mm. and then that leads to something and something else so it's like this little adventure so monday tuesday wednesday you might find yourselves having some adventures and i have no idea how it's going to go but i'll take some notes about how my monday tuesday and wednesday goes and i'll report back next week yeah but uh it's going to be interesting and it's going to be fluid so again just stay flexible if you can if you're not flexible Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday could really suck for you. But um, by Wednesday evening, or sorry, that's actually uh, Wednesday afternoon, the moon will enter Aries. And around that time, whatever confusion, vulnerability, you know, trying to make sense of things, will have a better chance of making sense of things Mm -hmm. once the moon enters Aries uh, later on Wednesday. And then Thursday, Mercury is going to form a trine with Pluto. And now we're going to get into some kind of Plutonian energy towards the end of the week. So with Mercury lining up with Pluto like that, now we're going to be communicating kind of similar to what we're dealing with right now with Saturn. We're going to be communicating kind of heavier things. Pluto is also a planet that's just not particularly carefree and happy-go-lucky. It's a very serious, serious planet dealing with things like death and rebirth and transformation and obsession and that kind of stuff. So Thursday into Friday, Friday is another kind of big day, potentially confusing day, because Friday, April 29th, Mercury is going to change signs. Mercury has been in Taurus. And on Friday, Mercury is going to go into its home sign of Gemini. Mm. And it will stay there until May 22nd. And Mercury in Taurus is a much more quieter energy. It's slower to speak. It's slower to verbalize. But once Mercury gets into Gemini... Oh my gosh, there's going to be so much verbalizing, so much communication. It's going to, uh, you know, the volume will just be increased immensely. And also on the days when Mercury changes signs, that can be kind of like a mini Mercury retrograde. There can be a lot of confusion. So, this particular week coming up here, whether it's the Piscean energy we're dealing with earlier in the week, whether it's Mercury changing signs later in the week, there's going to be a lot of change. just, And we're not necessarily going to know what to believe. So if you are in a confusing situation this week, this might not be the week to find the answers necessarily might just be the week to just collect as much information as you can, and then maybe the following week uh, you'll get some answers. Uh, Pluto uh, is going to go retrograde on Friday, and this will be our first retrograde planet we've had in quite some time. Mm. Now, Pluto going retrograde, that's a very long retrograde. Pluto will be retrograde until October 8th, Mm. And with these outer planets, we don't necessarily feel their retrograde influence day-to-day like we do with Mercury being retrograde. So with Pluto going retrograde, that is more of a long-term kind of influence. And anything you know that we might be dealing with with this particular Pluto retrograde in our own life, those scenarios might pop up around Thursday of this week. They might pop up around Friday of this week. And that might be sort of our personal Pluto retrograde uh, experience coming up here and anything Pluto related is usually gonna, gonna deal with power struggles like do I feel in charge of my life uh, what's my dynamic with this other person do I feel like they're controlling this situation and do I feel like I need to speak up for myself or get away from it you know it's usually that kind of a thing mm. Pluto is uh, is more that heavy energy and it's, it's usually about control So uh, it might be themes around control towards the end of the week. And then Saturday is a quick sneak uh, sneak preview into next week. We are going to have a solar eclipse and also a new moon on Saturday, April 30th. And, of course, a solar eclipse is when the sun, the moon, and the earth are aligned in the sky. And the moon will block or at least partially block part of the sun. And uh, it can be a lot of emotion around eclipses. It could be very powerful things. They say that anything eclipse-related, it kind of speeds things up. So there might be certain things just kind of popping into our life around then or or quickly leaving our life around then. Um, I'm looking at next weekend here, Saturday, and also a new moon. So uh, there might be some endings with the eclipse. There might be some new beginnings with the new moon. And it's a new moon in Taurus. So if you are someone who sets intentions around the new moon or sets goals, your goals will might maybe want to be themed around Taurus kind of things. So, you know, just the tangible things in life like, you know, career. You might want to make some goals around your career. You might want to make some goals around where you live, like your environment. You know, what am I surrounded by? Do I like where I live? That kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, maybe enhancing things. Taurus likes to upgrade. So mm-hmm. maybe like it's time to get that new phone. It's time to get that new computer. That kind of a deal somewhere around then. Or if you're like me, who is always uh, tired around mm-hmm. a new moon, plan on being <laughs> yeah. tired. Uh, but also being wired because uh, Mercury is going into Gemini just the day before the new moon. So no matter how tired you are, Mercury's going to get all of us chirping once it gets into Gemini. And there's going to be all kinds of information and ideas and thoughts and all that stuff being articulated. So, yeah, this week is going to be, uh, again, I still don't quite know how to tell you or guide you, but just be flexible because it's going to be a very changeable, changeable week. So uh, that's it. Uh, Thanks, as always, for listening. We love you, and Elmi's going to take us out with a few deep breaths.
1: Yeah, let's all take a moment to take some deep breaths and just have a moment of peace. So if you'd like to, you can lie down or you can stay seated, and you can close your eyes if you want to, and if you do, close them now. And together, let's take a long, slow, deep breath in slowly deep breath out. And one more. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Last one. Deep breath in. And deep breath out. And let go of any tension you may still be carrying in your body, like your shoulders, your neck, your jaw, your forehead, just kind of shake everything out. As always, we thank you so much for your support. We thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon.